Mark's right. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda. 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 This is Jensen Interceptor, and you're listening to Basic Agenda. Agenda. This month we've got a great show for you. Two halves from two sides of the world. First up in part one, Australian producer and artist and DJ, the superb Jensen Interceptor. He's going to be choosing some tracks and talking to us about uh, his career, his influences, the Australian club scene and a few things besides. In part two we've got a great guest mix in from Info. Nice diverse mix, some real choice cuts in there for us. As usual, full track list and download the show will be up over the weekend on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda also via the iTunes feed as well you're going to hear Jensen Interceptor throughout the first half of the show and a hell of a lot of dope music enjoy it I, I have an older brother who's like five he's five years older than me and in, in the uh 
early 90s, he was heavily into the uh, the rave scene. So, yeah, so I, I, he was exposing me to electronic music, whether it be house, uh, gabber or hardcore or tech or techno. He was kind of uh, into it all. My, I actually followed him and his friends one time when I when I was 13 to a to a rave. I hopped in stealth mode. I was on my bike and I uh, I followed them. One of his uh, buddies saw me and um, you know and he was you know like shit. What are you what are you doing here? You're not meant to be here. And he kind of gave me something as like a little punishment. And then um, about six hours later, sun's coming up soon, and my brother. That, I didn't bump into my brother until then, and he finds. Like sitting on sitting on the ground in a circle with all these people just having a chat, <laughs> and so yeah, the rest was history. And he had he had decks at his house, and uh, he collected records. And so I would always go in his room and still steal steal his records when he wasn't looking and listen to them and just go nuts. And there was also a local radio station that uh, called Dance FM back in the day. I, I got a job with them soon after, and so before I knew it, I was like, uh, like when I was, this was about, I was 15, and I, I started becoming friends with all the the DJs and stuff like that, and I never, um, I, I never actually thought DJing or making music, I actually never thought about it, uh, like it becoming a career or a job or anything like that, not until much, much later, but I knew I, I love dance music and electronic music. Of fell into it via the way of, of DJing. I started DJing. The, the DJing got more and more serious, and I was enjoying it more and more. Wanted to my sets to become better, and I start. I wanted so therefore to up the ante. I wanted to start editing tracks. I actually had a buddy of mine uh, close to me, who, and he was like, he was helping me with these edits. And he turned around and said, he was like, man, you know, we're getting to the point now where these edits are pretty much becoming original tracks or, if not, or like remixes, you know, and um, we should maybe send them to some labels and, and put them out. We released that music under together as a joint project called Lightyear. We sent it to a local label, some friends of ours ran called Bangang uh, Records, and they were just like, "Wow, guys, this is great! Uh, let's let's do an EP. We'll put it out." And we were just like, "Shit!" And it, uh, we had we did a couple of tours of Europe. We toured Europe probably twice, uh, and 
tour the States two or three times as well. So it was popping off for about uh, a couple of years. We did some stuff uh, with uh, Turbo Records. Uh, my production skills were getting, I was learning more and more each day and realizing I wanted to try and experiment and do more things of my own, you know, to my own uh, face. And, uh, and same with Jordan. So we hit that crossroad and both were like, you know what, let's, uh, let's, let's just split up and do, do our own thing because we both wanted to, you know. And, and I started the, the Jensen project because I, I just always love that darker uh, electro sound. DJ and you are listening to Bass Agenda. Um, well, Microbial is, uh, again, how, uh, how it all kind of started for me. That initially was uh, meant to be a remix. And um, I was going to, for a, a local guy here who is quite, quite popular in the, in, the, in the techno pop kind of world, uh, if there is such a world, um, there's a local producer here called uh, Paul Mack. And he's uh, he's quite well known, and he, he hit me up for to do a remix, and uh, I got into it, and I kept deleting more of his parts and adding more of mine, 
and before I knew it, it was pretty much an original track and um, I, I sent it to him and I was still willing to do it as a remix, I guess. Like I was just like, oh, whatever, didn't think too much about it. And he turned around and said to me, he was like, man, this is amazing and it's, it's, I can't really hear any of my track in there. I'm happy for you to just to just do it yourself or keep it and uh, I'm so glad I did because it is it is it is it is like one of my favorite tracks and that that aside also it was also a moment for me where I re- I, I, I personally feel like I kind of cracked that electro code I guess um, I I was uh, if you if you were to listen to my my music before that it was all still quite experimental and, and on more on the techno kind of tip and I was always I, I always loved electro and I knew that's what I wanted to do but it, it actually took me quite some time like I had to go through making all that techno stuff to kind of get to the point of where I am at now. Jensen Interceptor and Assembler Code comes out next week on Private Persons. Filthy track called Drum Rack. We'll be right back. 
studio where I had a lot of synths and they're all in boxes kind of now. So the, la- the last few things you've heard, are a lot of actually, a lot of it is samples. And I've been uh, uh, mucking, mucking around with samples and things like that. However, um, there is one synth that has just been is kind of um, been been my secret weapon, I guess, uh, in the last like last year or two. Uh, so I I work a lot. I work really closely with a guy called Assembler Code. Um, he's still really new to the scene. He's just he, we've done a few tracks together. Um, we have a bunch. We have a few EPs coming up together, and he is uh, in possession of a um, a Chroma Polaris, and um, it has uh, just the most amazing glass kind of glass sounding Aphex Twin Doppler effect kind of chords and strings, and and then also it does it does really uh, funky um, those real funky craftwork. Model 500 style uh, filter base. Um, yeah, so I, I've that's that's been my secret weapon. I, I I turn it on every time, and it's just it, it, it's it's amazing. It's really a fat, raw sound. Analog, uh, almost to the point where sometimes <laughs> it overheats, and sometimes if it's a cold day, we need to turn it on early so it warms up. You know, so it's it really just, it really has like a mind of its own and, and, and yeah it has its own uh, soul I guess track title is Illinois 78 because uh, I'm a massive uh, John Carpenter head and um, in particular he uh, the, the original Halloween films and it's uh, it's it's set in 1977 and 1978 in uh, in Illinois I sampled uh, actual like sounds and background sounds from the uh, from scenes from the movie that video um, that's on there it's, it was a fan video. He just made it, took took it upon himself to make the video and sent it to me, and uh, and I, I I love it too. I absolutely loved it, and I said, "Man, this is great!" And so it's it's I just I'm kind of using it as the official video, and I, I asked him if we could, and he said, "Of course, no problem." So uh, it it is, I guess, yeah, the official video for it. I wrote that actually a long time ago, probably uh, five or about five years ago, maybe even longer. I didn't even I didn't know what it was. It was it was just a complete kind of uh, it was completely experimental for me. I was just kind of mucking around and um, I I always had like a, a really a funny feeling about it and uh, I didn't know what it, like what where it would go where it would end up. So I just held onto it and then uh, I I was writing some tracks for the hacker um, for his label Zone and. Um, and I sent him that one just on a whim, and he was like, "Wow, like this is the one. Like we love this one. This one's really great." So, yeah, it's a special one for me.
running through some of Jensen Interceptor's own material here, a few tracks that he's chosen that he's particularly proud of making. And one thing I was curious about is what he makes of the scene, the underground music scene in Australia. Uh, if we had this conversation, yeah, like a year ago, I'd, I'd, I'd tell you flat out there's no scene. Um, but it, it has started to, to pick up. But there definitely are some local, I've noticed some local DJs now um, are starting to play it a little more. And I mean, I'm starting to get a few messages, a few more messages asking for my tracks and stuff like that, which is, which is always really nice. Um, and it's not something that happened before. So I'm um, like, not locally, that is. It's all usually just overseas. Like I, I have relationships with people, but yeah, so it is, it is slowly, but that being said, like, yeah, like I, I hardly play, I hardly DJ in Sydney. I mean, I might play uh, once every three months. Also because we are so small, uh, we have such a, a population um, and Sydney itself is just so sm- a small. I mean, 10 years ago, you, the, the scene here was really like vibrant, it was massive, it was huge. Um, and on, on across all boards, like uh, techno, electro, house, uh, drum and bass, breaks, the rave scene, no matter what it was, it was, it was, there was a vibe, there was, there was, uh, it was happening. Um, but now, yeah, the government introduced these things called the lockout laws, which is, which basically a lot of clubs now, you can't get in after a certain point. They stop serving alcohol at a certain point, um, and they also have to shut um, early. So that, on top of that, now the cost to get a license, if you wanted to open a club or bar, it's just a ridiculous amount of money. So uh, the very few clubs that are left, they just have to play basically what the masses want. It, it has fueled the warehouse vibe. So yeah, no, there are definitely a lot more warehouse parties popping off. Um, in the in the outer suburbs of the city, uh, which is which is awesome as well, which is great, um, and yeah, so that they're the places where I am hearing like more electro and stuff like that. But you know, you you got to think um, what it costs these guys to put on a party now. These are just like these aren't you know big corporations or big businesses. They're just guys you know who like music.
Uh, yeah, so again, with that one, similar story to Microbial, I, that's another, I guess, another milestone track for me as far as my really cracking that, that code as far as, uh, like, trying to get out my, uh, my, my all my Drexia and, and Doppler effect influences, um, cr- creating that sound. Uh, that's why I'm so happy with that track because I really feel, felt like I... Um, I, I, it's probably my best um, uh, example of, of my love for Drexia. It was, again, another track I'm really proud of as far as like just uh, the, the sounds and, and like discovering sounds and stuff like that.
so far from Jensen Interceptor. Time to switch now to his influences. Check out a couple of tracks that really inspired him. Got him fired up about making his own music. I think you'll recognise these ones. Before before the uh, the, the techno stuff, I, I was uh, I was a big Joy Division fan. And so I guess uh, like all, like most all diehard Joy Division fans, that's the natural progression of those like, you know, they get into New Order again. But New Order, uh, Blue Monday especially, was one of those tracks that uh, I, I, I heard and it just was, I mean, even to this day, I feel like you, that track could be played in to any audience. And it just... It, it just goes off like it just people just really resonate with that track it, it just has so much energy with its unconventional structure and and and, and samples and sounds it's like it, it really there's everything there there's there is um it just has this real undenying energy and i yeah i still remember the first time i heard it i i was going crazy and and still do like i still i still absolutely love it it was the first track that like i um I was like, oh wow, like I, I, I really love dance music.
and I, I was always a fan of rap as well. Around about the at the same time when my brother got me into dance music, at the same time he was listening to uh, N.W.A. and Ice, a lot of Ice Cube and the D.O.C. and stuff like that. And so, and so I was also would would take those records and was exposed to those records. So like being 13 and hearing N.W.A. for the first time, I was like, holy shit, what is this? This is this is crazy. So instantly was was into rap so when i heard the um the shim track i was it was that perfect fusion of of hip-hop and tech and and miami bass and and uh it, it yeah had that, that b-boy feel to it so that with that breakdance kind of feel and that that's why it was just uh it, it was basically the perfect combination of, of my the two worlds of music that i really love um i think he got lucky with that one as well like i think yeah, I, I read somewhere like he pretty much did it. He was doing it all in one go on, on a big desk and was very similar to that um, African Bombarda kind of like uh, way of producing tracks. Um, yeah, it's, it's fat, really fat, man. It's great. more now in this section kicking off with Jensen Interceptor and Assembler Code track called Peugeot Driver
Oh, defense. Another guy who has just been, as far as tracks tracks go, he has just gone from strength to strength. And I um, I heard one of his tracks actually a few years back, and it just uh, he got me straight away. Like first listen, I was just like, oh man, this guy is dope. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think it was called CV. He had a track called CV. that's it. That's the one. Bring back CV. That was yeah. That was the first defect tune I heard, and um, in, instantly just just uh, hooked. And also uh, the thing I love about here yeah, defect as well is he uh, he's using he, he's using the the modular there, and he's which even though he he he, cre- he uses and creates uh, a lot of like cl- those classic Detroit sounds. At the same time, he's also creating his own sound with those modulars. And uh, it does it does have that futuristic feel um, to it, and also sonically, I find his tracks are just really stomping, like really big, big sounds, you know. So yeah, so yeah, I, that that latest one, it's just just pure energy. It's just like really relentless, but still still funky, you know.
Oh man, it's just it's just an animal. It's like an absolute beast of a track. Uh, uh, I mean, pri- privacy uh, and and sync is, is like you said. It's it's the perfect pairing. I, I feel the last like eighteen months, two years, uh, privacy and sync two four. Even though Phil has been around uh, sync two four, he's been around for a minute. Um, he's he's always he's always been consistent, always been really solid. But I feel like the last. Uh, yeah, 18 months, two years, both those guys have really, have, it's just been a continual up for them as far as their, their tracks um, and they've, 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 each release just gets better and better. They both came together at a time where their their, their skills and their, 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 yeah, their tracks were at their peak, you know, so, and, and the track is, that track is the perfect result of, of that, that pairing. Up next, we're going to slip into a few tracks by other artists. Check out who else is on the radar out there. Kicking off with a very special remix release coming out soon on Base Agenda Recordings. Juno Laser Machine, remixed by about 20 artists, including this great remix from Fleck ESC. agenda.
so much by Somatic 4, taken from his new album Terminus. This track is called Splinter in the Mind. While this plays out, Jensen Interceptor is going to tell you what he's got planned for the future. It's going to be a busy year by the sounds of it. coming with uh, Cultivated Electronics, which is just pure electro, and um, another one, with the, another uh, London label, um, electro label called Court London Sleeping, uh, and then there's also a, a label in um, Berlin, uh, Mechatronica. I feel um, like the last, up until now, I, I feel like I've kind of just coasted as far as like my output has been. I've, I've only really done like I feel like two or three EPs a year. I feel like uh, if you want to be a, a tour, a really big touring artist, you need to. You're, unless you're writing just incredible hits, uh, you're just making dance tracks. Your output needs to be more up in up, upwards of like you know four to five records a, a, a year. Um, and so, I yeah, that that's that's going to be the case this year. Uh, I'm also doing one with uh, DJ House's label uh, called E Beams, and um, there is also one with uh, a, a Melbourne label here in Australia called LKR Records. Again, that's with similar code, um, more experimental electro. That one. Uh, there's also I'm also starting uh, my own label. I'm doing the first release. For that as well, which is another collaboration, not with Assembler Code, but with someone else. I uh, can't say anything just yet, but it's, um, it's it's with a hero of mine. Yeah, which I'm really excited about. Working on working on uh, coming over to Europe uh, at the moment. Uh, no no dates locked in, but I feel like I, I, I feel like yeah, definitely the, the mid summer middle of the year. I, I I will be over there for sure.
Zeta Reticula and you are listening to Base Agenda. music and I've had to leave so much out because of the amount of time I have to play with. I'm going to do another Radar Blips episode soon so look out for that. Huge amount of good music coming out. But for now, after Splinter in the Mind from Somatic 4, we heard a new track there from Blixaboy, Circuit Mage, fantastic artist, hoping to have him on the show in the next couple of months. Then we had Maelstrom, new track called Dialectics out on CPU. And now we're sitting on top of a belter from Zeta Reticula and Helga Neuer, which is a track called Luminous Ferratu. And after this, we're going to slip into that great mix from Info. Thanks to Jensen Interceptor for taking part in the show. Great music and a hell of a lot to come by the sounds of things.
tuned into Space Agenda.
some info, great stuff. Real nice choice selections there. Man's clearly got great, great taste. You can check him out on Mixcloud, mixcloud.com slash noisy, N-O-I-S-Y dash supply. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash info loop one. And of course, don't forget to check out our guest in part one, Jensen Interceptor. Make sure you put Jensen Interceptor Electro or Techno, unless you're in the market for a second-hand car. I'm back next month with Cyber Rain and a mix from French techno maestro Anthony Dupont. Have yourselves a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Cheers.
We'll see you again soon. In the meantime, we have an assignment for you. We'd like you to remember these feelings you're having. Hang on to these feelings. Take them home with you in the coming weeks. Use these feelings to create something positive.